Warning, the following program contains adult language, adult themes, and spoilers. Viewer discretion is advised. Welcome to this week's episode of This Week's Episode. This is episode 151 for the week of January 17th, 2019. I am your fill-in host, Chris Randazzo, and joining me tonight is my wife, Karen Randazzo. Not a chance, fancy pants. And special guest chair, Dean DeFalco. Mega Man is going to need my help whether he needs it or not. It's Mega Man Month here at Geekade.com, and I have subjected my poor co-hosts to an episode of the 1994 Ruby Spears Mega Man cartoon, of which I'm sure they're going to give me no small amount of crap for in just a few moments. But before we go any further, here's your weekly reminder that you can email us at mail at geekade.com. Just include the words, this week's episode in the subject line. You can let us know what you think of our show, what topics or shows you'd like us to discuss in the future, or just say hello, because we always want to hear from you, the listeners. And yes, if you listen to the Stone Age Gamer podcast i did just modify my script for this show evan is going to be out for a couple of weeks because he's moving so i'll be handling uh hosting duties while he's away and we'll be filling the third spot with some special guests tonight's special guest is the founder of geekade.com the jack of all trades here at the site mr dean defalco you meant jackass right uh, you know what? i actually <laughs> meant both oh great cool <laughs> i said all trades <laughs> Very true. Very true. Uh, I'm honored to be here. It's uh, I'm I'm pretty excited to talk about uh, this show because I grew up with it. And uh, man, <laughs> boy, yeah. do I have some things to say. <laughs> I, I'm looking forward to it. So, and it's it's crazy because uh, you know you, me, and Evan founded this uh, website, and this is the first time you've been on this show. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I've always listened here and there when I get a chance. Uh, it's not always on my uh, radar, but I do enjoy watching TV quite a bit. So um, <laughs> I'm I'm excited to uh, to dish a little bit on uh, on an old, what I thought was an old favorite. <laughs> <laughs> this was oh exactly as horrible as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> well, all right, that's not true. This is actually a bit worse than I was expecting. Um, I was uh, I was expecting this to be slightly above uh super mario brothers super show or sonic the hedgehog levels um and it was definitely not <laughs> uh karen i'm i'm actually really interested to hear what you thought of this i mean you were sitting next to me when we watched this and i'm still alive so uh <laughs> you are i'm assuming that you found at least some sort of sick enjoyment out of some of this but uh it's either that or our life insurance policy on you just isn't good enough there <laughs> was no loopholes for me to to find um yeah i i guess you weren't looking over and seeing the horrified faces <laughs> that i was making <laughs> I mean, this is straight garbage to me. I don't have that sentimental attachment to Mega Man that you guys have that I feel like might give you like some reason to have ever watched this. Um, yeah, was... they, there's, a, there's a certain hunger that I think you need to understand <laughs> is that, you know, we were kids and we loved these video game characters. And so we just kind of, you know, they made a Mega Man cartoon. 
all right. (laughs) And I feel you on that. And that must have been exciting at the time. But I that just makes me feel bad for you that you were all excited to get a Mega Man cartoon and then this is what you got. Because this is like some, you know, third-rate Saturday morning garbage with like just me- the Mega Man brand sprayed all over it. I'm pretty sure when this was out, this was a first stringer. This was uh this was on pretty pretty early oh. like when when the kids were getting up and, you know, really feeling themselves. This wasn't any late afternoon garbage that was going to be followed up by I Love Lucy, which by the way, I miss Fox for that. But um <laughs> Yeah, no, I, I I remember this being on like at like a prime time hour. I mean, I, God, did this does this even make a second season? Yeah, yeah, had two did? seasons. Oh wow, this was um. I mean, this was if I remember correctly, this was like straight to syndication, similar to the Super Mario Brothers Super Show, but it was a it was an early in the morning thing instead of a I know, an afternoon thing. Uh, you know, because obviously you wouldn't want to put this up against um. Geez, this was ninety four, so we must have had. Batman the Animated Series, Disney Afternoon was running at this point. Like, you wouldn't want to put this against any of that. Like, no, just, no, those are no, bangers, no and this, this is just a uh. <laughs> flopper. <laughs> <laughs> this was, um, I remember. So I remember at the time watching this show, and always thinking to myself, why, why couldn't they just make a Mega Man cartoon though? Like, why'd they have to change all this stuff? Like. Even though I was totally into it because it was it was a cartoon and it was Mega Man, and given the schlock that they had to work with, the voice actors weren't awful. Like the actual actors themselves were not terrible, and I also recognized a lot of these voiceovers from um, uh, Transformers Beast Wars, um, which I, I I think holds up considerably better than this show. Uh, but a lot of these voice actors were on there too, and just. You know, Dr. Wiley had that maniacal laugh that was just... And, like, why is Dr. Wiley from Eastern Europe? (laughs) What the hell is that? Questions we all want answers to, but we're never going to (laughs) get. What what I've always hated about this show is Proto Man, because, you know, Proto Man's like... Nobody's going to make the argument that Mega Man's mythology is Shakespeare, all right? Like, Mega Man is... is, it's just a take on Astro Boy, which isn't a terrible thing to begin with, but as proven by the Archie Mega Man comic, you can tell that story in a way that is not only coherent, but effective. You know, it's, again, it's never going to hold, like, a ton of gravity or anything, but it is at least effective. Um, and Proto Man is in one of the more interesting characters in the Mega Man mythology. He was the, the prototype for Mega Man. He's technically his older brother, and he, you know was going to just you know be self-destructed he ran away from home and wound up falling in with dr wiley and all that other business and in this one he's just straight up a bad guy like he i think at some point in the episode he actually said come on we'll go back you come back with me to dr wiley's lair and i'll program you to be evil like me like (laughs) what he just comes off like a douche lord like he's that (laughs) typical 80s like older brother like yeah whatever fucking nerd i don't care dad doesn't tell me what to do <laughs> yeah that that was pretty much him to a t oh god it was it was cringeworthy man because like was. you know i i i guess it's it's funny going back to it because you're talking about the Mega Man comic book. It's like we were spoiled a little bit because, granted, that didn't go all of that long. But while it was out, I mean, I'll take that over most 
video game uh lore stories any day like that was that was a pretty well written book for the most part it got a little deep in the weeds with the uh the crossover event but for the most part Mega Man was a really good comic and then going back to this and seeing just some I could just imagine like some guys in a boardroom being like I what what does he do I don't I don't know give him give him pecs give him abs just make, yeah that's the him. other thing that's oh, so God. weird about this is the art is all everything is very realistically proportioned where you know the original Mega Man artwork is more stylized so like Mega Man is like a Mega Man in this oh yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah except it really weirded me out in the flashback when they were like oh this is the first version of him and he was like a child <laughs> yeah, but he, he was like... not human but somehow he grew into <laughs> Mega Man <laughs> what the hell is that yeah that was really off-putting yeah what Okay, I just want to know, like, did Dr. Light have all this stuff on hand to make him a Mega Man? Like, was was that just the idea all along? I don't, I don't know. It's just, it was, it was a little weird. Little, little weird. Um, also, like, this, there's no hair under there anymore, right? Like, I know, I know in the video game, Mega Man has hair under that helmet, but it seems like yeah, he's got that... Just... Either that or they scalped him to do that brain surgery thing that was going on there. Yeah, like, it looks like he's suffering from the RoboCop complex where he's just, just male pattern baldness <laughs> under there and just circuits. Yeah. It's scary. God, it's scary. They really played up the rock and roll thing, too. Like, Oh, God. Oh. Just every chance Dr. Light could get, not rock and roll, not rock they, and roll. They stole my rock and roll. Okay, go get your fucking Detroit Rock City somewhere else, man. Relax. Calm down. They had to hit that hard because of the soundtrack, the amazing rock soundtrack <laughs> during the battle. I mean, yeah. he's a super fighting robot, and they wanted us to know that. Ad how, how else are we going to know that this is, even though Mega Man presumably was originally a Japanese concept, yes? Yes. That... But this is American, and how better to show how yeah. American Mega Man is. My goodness, this is such an American take on it, too. And like, all right, so, so Eddie's the wrong color. I'm just looking at my notes now that I took. Eddie's the wrong color. That, that you know, flip-top Eddie, the little helper robot thing, he's supposed to be I need to, to give red. him more energy cans! Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, Eddie. You're awful. Gonna and give why are you a green? double shot, Mega Man. Just go away, And then Eddie. we had to sit and watch him drink both of them. <laughs> With the same sound effect repeated. Yeah, can we just assume that he drank both of them, or he'll take them with him? No, we're gonna sit here and we're gonna we're gonna animate him drinking both of these cans. But only once, and we'll just reuse it. That's right. We're gonna animate <laughs> it once and repeat it. It's gonna be great. Um, just battery biscuits, everything with with Rush. Like they made Rush into Astro from the Jetsons. What is up with that? Oh wait. Also, can we t like going back to the voices? I we we touched on Wiley. Can we talk about Cutman? Why does he sound like Igor? You see, back in the '90s, voice actors only had so many stereotypical characters they could do. Yep, yep. Oh God, what, what was a uh, Peter? Uh, not, was it Peter Lorre? Not Peter Lorre. Was it Peter Lorre? Who who played Igor the first one? Master. Yes. Just, oh my God, I can't. I can't. Yeah, and I that's can't. like totally what they were going for with him. And he and Gutsman were the re the recurring characters, right? Those were like the two henchmen that were in almost every episode. Oh, and yeah. Throw and like I, another rando in there. Yeah, Iceman, like, they didn't even say his name for the first, like, 10 minutes that he was on screen. They were like, Cutman, Gutsman, and this And this robot fuck. can freeze things. He's got a cold <laughs> personality. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, 
God. And Bob, Bob with the with the the freezer arm. He's he's great at barbecues, guys. He's fantastic. Have have him over. We call him Ice Man. <laughs> the uh. animating of him like getting each robot's power was like you could have done something so cool with that. And instead it was like he touches the robots like whatever arm or gun or whatever, and then it just flashes on his face whatever the power is and then he has it. That could have been so much cooler. Definitely could have. Yeah. And he didn't even change colors. Like in the in the the game, that's like one of the things. He uses a different power, he changes colors. Like, nah, he's always blue. Always blue now. Well, alright, so I I mean there was that one point where I guess it was just easy to animate where Proto Man took Gutsman's power and he did get that beefy like He did. I, he got the, the big beefy arm. Yeah, yeah, where you know he's he might have been in the bedroom too long. Just he had that one beefy arm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Uh, I, it was bad. There, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Like even the animation is that kind of, um, like 1980s, not totally choppy, but like, Hey, maybe you could have stuck in a few more frames of animation here and there. That would have been nice. Well, you know, you look at the intro and I learned years and years later that, um, the certain parts of the intro that are really well animated yeah. are actually from a different pilot that looked, uh, when they originally shopped this show around, it looked more like the artwork of Mega Man, like the exaggerated style. And that was what it looked like. And then right. they just kind of changed everything over, but there's still some frames of that used in the intro, uh, just because they were animated so well. Like you see the, uh, the bird robots uh, from Mega Man 2 with the eggs yes, like, flying around yeah. a corner. That's that from cool. the old art style. Like, you never see anything look like that in this show. Uh, they just kind of stuffed it in there to save money, I guess. But, yeah, the animation was not good. Uh, the little uh, in-between segments where the commercial breaks would go, all the, you know, everything's colored wrong. Like, Mega Man's got flesh-toned hands. And, oh, man, did you uh, see that one, a rush? Like, it looked like someone in the seventh grade was like, I can do this, and then... Just fan art. Yeah. <laughs> Little Timmy got on TV because of that. Oh, boy. So I think the the only thing we really haven't properly talked about is Roll. Oh, my Lord. This was the worst part of it for me as the token woman on the podcast. I've invented a, a robot to take care of all domestic tasks. And even though it is completely not required of me, I gave, her a, I gave it a gender anyway, and it's female. <laughs> What the fuck? I, I mean, my note for this was holy misogyny. Like, like because, I understand like, it was the product of its time, but the time sucked. Listen, Ro- Rose a badass, though. I mean, she murdered someone with a blender. And can we talk about what the fuck? She's got a blender arm, but it's like yes. an external blender. Like, yes. it's not even a blender. It's just a <laughs> spinner. What? What? <laughs> also, can, like... What's all right? What's the science behind? How did she make Heat Man blow up with the uh, with the vacuum? I don't I don't understand. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You're assuming there's science. You're right. You're right. There I'm, are at I'm least two characters in lab coats in this show. There is science. <laughs> well, there's supposed to be. It doesn't mean that there is. Like, I'm just saying. Like, was is he just always on fire? And like, <laughs> the wind made him like ex- combust or whatever. And then he just fell apart. He didn't really explode. Like he glowed and then he fell apart like a Lego character. And I was just like, really like that? That's what you went with. This is what we get. Okay, cool. Cool. Thanks. 
Thanks. Was, wasn't like one of the first interactions between Mega Man and Roll in the episode something along the ti- lines of like something along the lines of you can't come with us, you're a girl robot or some crap like that. Like pretty much. Wow, man. Yep. Come on. <laughs> like in the original Japanese version of this, it's not all that much better. You know, you've got he built two housekeeping robots, a boy and a girl, and Mega Man was the one that got turned into a weapon. Uh, you know. That's just, I guess, just kind of the way it went. And, you know, again, product of its time is what it is. But, you know, Roll is, I don't know. She doesn't seem quite so offensive in the Japanese situation. You know, she's just not all that much of a character. Well, because uh, some CEO, like, sitting at his desk, like, what What does she have? What does she do, Johnson? What? What is it? Um, She cleans. Good. Give her, make her vacuum gun. Give it, do it. Put it, on, <laughs> put it on the screen. I don't care. If we could sell an action figure, I want it. A vac- vacuum gun. So that Johnson had to go down and tell the animators to make a vacuum gun. So so they did. And a weird external blender, which I still don't understand how that works. And, uh, I mean, it's, yeah, the, her hair. Just, she's such, she's so 90s inspired. Her whole outfit with the... Kind of poofy shoulders and the. She's April O'Neil with a vacuum arm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that that that'll do it. <laughs> yep. And again, I get it. They like it, whatever it's in the story. There's a boy and a girl. I get it. But the you can't come because you're a girl. They're robots. There are innate differences between actual human men and women that you know give them different abilities. But these are. Fucking robot! <laughs> that is a very valid point. Um, they're fucking robots. Um, yeah. Also, why why'd they pick that like weird sort of like halfway anime style to do? Like, cause their faces were that that sort of like nineties, eighties, nineties anime, and then mm-hmm. the rest of them look like they were cut out of a you know. A Western comic book. It was it was real weird. I didn't I didn't like it. Kind of the whole the whole art style going back to it weirded me out. And I, I think Karen had a point where she said that you know this is all we had, so we took it. I don't want it anymore though. I want it to go away. <laughs> See now I all right. So when when choosing this episode, I had a couple of a couple of things in mind. I knew I wanted to do something Mega Man related because of Mega Man Month, and. I wanted. Ch- I was choosing between this and the the new Mega Man cartoon. Um, what the hell is the new one called? Mega Man. Mega Man. Fully charged. That's it. Fully charged. I feel confident that I picked the better show. Because <laughs> God. Because boy, fully charged looks like the hottest of garbage. Could it be worse than this? <clears throat> I'm curious to find out, but not still not quite curious enough to watch it. You know, I know like Doctor Light's all jacked in the show, and uh, you got a it, beefy it Doctor plays Light, super fast and loose with the mythology, and I mean okay. like super fast and loose. So I decided on this show because I thought at the very least this this will probably be you know funny to look at. Like this will probably how ha- there will probably be some layer of amusement to just the ridiculousness of this show. Fair but enough. Then. Then I started to go back and forth between like, all right, I remember being super impressed by the Mega Man X episode of this show. Do I go with that one or do I just go with the beginning? Oh. And I went with the 
I went with the first episode just because uh, no, I didn't right. remember it very well, and I I I wanted Evan and uh, Karen to watch something from this and not be like I feel like the X episode is only somewhat cool to me for purely nostalgic reasons, like and I didn't really want to dive too deep in the ridiculous mythology for those two. But man, I'm looking at pictures of the X episode. And I'm like, mm, there's Spark even... Mandrill. Yeah, that was pretty much it. It was Violent Spark Mandrill, and then yep. uh, X was there too. And I'm just looking at pictures of it, thinking, yeah, maybe that one's best left to my memory. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to. You don't want to crap on that one too much. Yeah, I remember that being pretty cool. God, the robot master designs in this show. Like, I'm looking at a picture of Airman, who's just like crazy beefed up they put a full head on him instead of his head being like oh part no of his torso. like oh god no oof. yeah it's a uh, it's scary so uh there there we have it that's um that's the Mega Man cartoon uh final thoughts you guys any anything else you guys want to bring up i'd like to apologize to our listeners for anybody who actually watched this to be prepared for this episode <laughs> that wasn't necessary Sorry. I want to thank everyone who watched it, and uh, but let's let's get on Twitch and do some some like a, a rewatch of the entire series. Two two seasons. Let's do it. Six seasons in a movie, guys. We're we're in it to win it. All right, uh, I'm out. Damn it. Yeah, you you can do that. Died before it started. <laughs> well, I mean, to be also to be fair, uh, we were talking about how bad Cutman was. Certainly a better take on Cutman than the one from Captain and the Game Master. True. Yeah. All right. I'll allow it. <laughs> Google search that one, kids. You want to see some some really, really harsh takes on the Mega Man Robot Masters? Uh, Captain and the Game Master was a, a far lower quality show than Mega Man. All right. Maybe not far. They yeah, hang it's, it's out worse. sometimes. <laughs> they hang out sometimes. But you know, we're talking about the one with the, 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 the little midget Mega Man, Mega this, Mega that. And he's all green and kind of sort of based <laughs> off of the original NES box art. And, oh, God, Captain N's so terrible. I love it. So, so all right. Thanks for, um, thanks for, thanks for putting up with this. Uh, we are going to take ourselves a break, do some commercials, and when we come back, we're going to discuss what's been going on in the news. You are listening to this week's episode from Geekade.com. Stick around. All month long, Chris has been writing about his three favorite things in each of the main Mega Man games. Before getting to their original numbered entries, he took a trip down memory lane with the Game Boy entries in the series, and while they might not always stack up to their NES counterparts, they're all memorable in their own way. Head over to the Think Tank, give a read to Chris's Mega Man Month, Three Things I Love About series, with the new entries every weekday in January. January? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Dr. Wiley. January. <laughs> it's like Evan never even went anywhere. Hi, I'm Chris, and I love video game music. So much so, in fact, my Waveback podcast co-host Matt and myself have concocted our very own video game music awards called the Waveback Awards. We've chosen the best of the best from hundreds and hundreds of video game tunes, and we're passing the savings on to you. What does that mean? I don't know. I'm just making this up. What is the best boss music of 2018? Can Celeste beat out God of War for best original soundtrack? Learn the answers to these burning questions and more when the first annual Waveback Awards goes live on January 21st, only on geekade.com. And, you know, everywhere else podcasts can be heard. Friday the 13th is a horror classic that still holds up today, but to really understand what makes this movie tick, you have to understand what the world looked like around its release. 
GeekAid's Ernie Rockelman takes a deep dive into what made Freddy's first murder spree such a memorable one in celebrating 35 years of a nightmare on Elm Street, located in the think tank. You can catch all this great stuff, plus tons of other articles, videos, podcasts, and more right now at GeekAid.com. And we are back, and better than ever. I promise we won't be talking about Mega Man anymore. On to the news! So let's see our first story here. Game of Thrones prequel pilot. Uh, this, this story comes to us from Deadline.com. Uh, it says, Game of Thrones prequel HBO pilot S.J. Clarkson to direct Naomi Aki in seven more cast. I don't know who any of these people are. Oh, S.J. Clarkson, Marvel's The Defenders, and Jessica Jones has been tapped to direct and executive produce, blah, 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 blah. Uh, so, yeah, this uh, this whole Game of Thrones prequel series is really going to happen. It really is. You know, I don't know any of these people either, except for Naomi White Watts. Naomi Watts? Yeah. She's, She's at here? the end of the par- the first paragraph. Oh, hey, look at that. Yeah. And she Josh is. Whitehouse. I mean, I know of people named Josh and... I've seen White Houses, so. Have you? I have. Wow. That's that. Chris, you just cornered the market, man. Congrats. Sure did. Thank uh, you. Yeah, I've never even seen Game of Thrones, so I just. That's cool. That's cool. They're going to make a prequel to. to Is there prequels for the books? Like, or are they just like, fuck it, we're going to wing it. We, we want more money. I don't know, man. He's not even finished writing the book, so I don't know how there could be a prequel, too. But Yeah, I don't think there are prequel books. I'm pretty sure this is uh, HBO. You know, the Game of Thrones is coming to an end. Like, It's not like it's being canceled. It's just, well, the story's done, so where do we go from here while still milking this cow? Uh, well, we got to go prequel land, I guess. So, so this isn't like J.K. Rowling like, constantly retconning everything on, uh, on Twitter? <laughs> Yeah, no, I don't think... Uh, oh, this... she's got to stop that. Yeah, yeah I didn't bit. need to know that wizards just crapped where they stood. Uh, weird. It's weird. Yeah, it's I, weird, she, weird she's going thing. to fanfic territory sometimes. <laughs> a little bit. That's not even the most objectionable one, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, there was a whole thing with Hermione and, uh-huh. like... Yep, nope, yeah, that's I, the one. Yeah, yeah no, that, that was weird. I was like, okay, I'm officially off this bandwagon. I'm, I'm sorry, what did I miss? Uh, she said that uh, Hermione had did like a magic spell to remind her to pee after sex, so she wouldn't get a UTI. Yeah, that seems necessary. Not in the least. That's that seems like something we needed to know. I listen. I guess you got to keep your follower uh, count up, and that's how she does it by just retconning she's everything. She's stay written. relevant. God forbid she write, you know. Something Writes another else. book? Yeah, no, that, that's crazy. Didn't she Why write something else and it didn't go well? She wrote a couple mysteries and under a like pseudonym that got uncovered so fast it wasn't even funny. Um, and uh, from what I hear, they were perfectly serviceable books. They just weren't Harry Potter, so. I see. You got to go back to where that money is. Just like HBO and Game of Thrones. Exactly. I do see here that this woman, Clarkson, who is being, uh, who's directing was slated to direct the start well, next Star Trek movie, which has since decided not to happen. Yeah. But that's a pretty cool uh, little honor. Well, you know what? As long as they can keep the quality up, uh, because Game of Thrones is super high quality, so if they can uh, just keep making more quality stuff, then I'm fine with it. I, I don't Speaking really have of uh, high quality, um, 
I know you guys were big fans of uh, this next thing we're going to talk about. So uh, why, why, why don't you fill me in? Have, have you been uh, hearing about what's in the news about uh, this guy? This guy? Uh, West Wing? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Also from Deadline.com, uh, Richard Schiff confirms talks of long-rumored West Wing reboot. Uh, yeah, I didn't really know this was a thing that was being talked about. Um, I'm a huge fan of West Wing. I, I love the show. I've watched it beginning to end, I think, twice now. And um, Richard Schiff is great. Um, I love seeing him in things. I didn't really read this story so much. Um, did you read this one, Karen? I did. What he's saying is that the what he thinks would work is a sort of a, a story about a new administration where some of the original cast could appear as consultants, which I think is a pretty good idea. I'm actually in the middle of a West Wing rewatch, and uh, there was an early, mm, uh, early episode where Bartlett tells Sam, you're going to run for president someday. Yeah, like, ab- absolutely. And what the hell else is Rob Lowe doing right now? I would so watch the heck out of a Sam Seaborn Come Seaborn on, President, president Sam Seaborn. That Let's would be so great. I would and just you know he'd... watch Rob Lowe because I love Rob Lowe. Who doesn't? Yeah, exactly. And Rob Lowe was great on this show. Um, yeah, there's, there's, I can't think of uh, any better way to do this than that. Because um, yeah, all these, these, these actors are are wonderful. They're all still around, and I know a lot of them are all still involved in you know a lot of post show stuff. Like they've been on the the West Wing podcast that's around there. Every time there's like an opportunity to get together for some sort of reunion thing, the actors, almost everybody, shows up. Like. This would be, I think this could be great, again, as long as we're in, you know, quality mode. Um, and I feel like Sorkin has to be involved, not necessarily like super hands-on, but just kind of as a guiding force. I Agreed, yeah. You know, the thing was is that, you know, West Wing ended, and the, la- the whole last season of West Wing is um, really President Bartlett, you know, leaving office, and then the whole election for the new president and, like, I totally would have watched the Jimmy Smith show from then. Like, if it kept going, like, I would have watched his presidency. I was very, I was actually invested in his character by the time it was uh, done. So, um, yeah, I think this would be a really, especially in today's political climate, could be a very interesting thing. Because one of the things about... I mean, today's political climate is exactly why I'm rewatching the show, so... <laughs> It's actually one of the reasons I had such a hard time convincing myself to rewatch this show because I watched the first episode and it is, you know, there's a lot of people doing the right thing simply because it's the right thing, um, which is not the world we live in for the most part right now. Uh, and this and the newsroom in particular were just two shows that I, I, I f- have found very difficult to watch just because they're depressing because it seems like these people just can't exist in modern society. Uh, and it's, it's heartbreaking not to you know politicize too much, but um, I do think that in the end, rewatching those things has been ultimately uplifting and uh, giving me hope that there uh, could be a future where things aren't quite so dire, says the furloughed federal employee. Uh, so listen, once the rock gets in the office and he rock bottoms, Donald Trump through a table, we're good. We're good. It's fine. It's what <laughs> I've always would wanted. I pay cash money to see that. Exactly. I don't care what he does in office after that. He's just going to obliterate Donald Trump. He'll resign. And then we're good. We have a normal president after that. <laughs> also, also, I'm just saying, uh, I, I think we should make it a one-time rule 
that the new president gets to wrestle the old president for real. Just one time. <laughs> Just one time. It'll be fine. Don't worry. It'll be fine. Can we get, like, former presidents in on this? Like, can I see Absolutely. Obama do- throw the smack down? Yes. Oh, my yes, go- I would my love goodness. it. Uh, there, would, there'd be I've... nothing better. Uh, so you guys mentioned real... Rob Lowe, and you know who looks nothing like Rob Lowe? Did you, like, go through and try to plan a bunch of segues? Nope, they're coming right <laughs> off the top of my head, so you're <laughs> Just... welcome for this. You know who looks nothing like Rob Lowe? Luke Wilson. Yeah, yeah. You know what? That That's crazy, because... You know what? I, I, I thought I read something about Luke Wilson. Chris, what did it say? <laughs> well, this uh, story comes to us from TVLine.com. Luke Wilson joins DC Universe's Stargirl, and then I stopped reading because I did not care. <laughs> I like Luke Wilson, and um, I didn't know there was a Stargirl show happening. But all right. Let's do it. Yes, yeah, that's, I think this that's is going to be part of that DC streaming service. Yeah, is, is that what DC Universe is? Is that what they mean by... I think so. Yeah. There's so many of them that, like, what the hell can we even... Is it live action? Well, 13 episodes tell the story of Courtney Whitmore, blah, blah, blah. I know almost nothing about Stargirl. Neither like, do I. Yeah. I know her appearance in, um, what's it, um, uh, Justice League cartoon back in the day, and, and that was good stuff. But uh, I know that there's lots of... Um, this character has fans, but I I don't know this this is we're now far outside of my uh, knowledge of the DC universe. I would so, imagine uh, getting someone like Luke Wilson would only probably lend itself to live action more because if you're just mm-hmm. gonna hide him behind uh you know a cartoon character, which don't get me wrong, I'm all for, but I feel like at to get the most mileage out of Luke Wilson, being Luke Wilson, it's got to be live action. Also, I think the Titans thing is doing somewhat well from what I hear. Like it's an yeah. okay show. I have I have also heard that. I have also not watched it. Neither have I. But uh, I'm glad to know that we both heard the same thing about something that we neither of us have uh, watched. <laughs> Did you see that uh, other guy other people starring in this show uh include Joel McHale and <laughs> Lou Ferrigno Jr. The fer- ferig- no. tiny Ferrigs. I love it. Let's do it. <laughs> Little Hulk. Wow. All right. Well, moving on to our next story comes to us from Nerdist.com. Uh, Star Wars Resistance brings a villain from The Force Awakens to season one. Uh, I assume they're talking about General Hugs. I mean, General <laughs> Hux. Uh, I'm holding for General Hux. <laughs> Gen- uh, all right. I didn't even know this happened uh, or no this is happening yeah all right there was the other star wars uh animated bits that showed up on youtube that i was like whoa these are crazy cool when did these happen um so i i guess uh there's lots of star wars stuff happening i'm just i just feel so out of the loop even though we've we've mentioned all this stuff on the show before it just kind of doesn't really sink in in my brain but um well, so I, cool. I'm, I'm a little behind on this. If uh, you, uh, This I'm not too concerned about. I mean, this sounds cool. Um, but so what's up with the live action thing that they they were poking with? Is that still a thing? Is that happening still? Yeah, I think that's the, the Mandalorian one, right? The yeah, live yeah, action yeah. One. that's yeah. got Diego Luna in it. Yeah, that's still, that's still happening. That's, okay. It hasn't happened yet. Um, coming to the Colossus platform... When Star Wars Resistance, oh, oh, so Star Wars Resistance is already airing. It's on mid-season break right now. 
Wow, holy crow, I just totally missed this. What was neat about I remember seeing uh, previews for this and thinking the animation looked a little weird, but it had like the voice actors from Force Awakens and stuff in it. So um, that's kind of neat. I'm, uh, I really want to check this show out. Well, it, it just returned from its season break uh, Sunday. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, look at that. This, so it is available. For you to check out i'll have to give, give it a look um i gotta say if if all this kind of stuff is going to be available for you know infinite streaming on that disney service this is um i really i'm really looking forward to this disney service and i hate to say that because uh, it it, it kind of effectively killed the netflix marvel things but i just finished watching season one of ducktales with my daughter and um that show was amazing was i uh, i want to watch it like i've been dying to catch it <laughs> It's so good, and this Star Wars show looks pretty good. Um, and I know I I thought Rebels was great. So I mean I don't know how deep into their back catalog they're gonna go as far as stuff that you can just infinitely stream, but uh, possibility I might actually be biting on that thing, which which I uh, kind of pains me to say that to, that I'm even considering another streaming service because uh, you know I mean granted we only really do Netflix now. Um, but still, the streaming services are kind of crawling out of the woodworks, and ah, every uh, everyone's got one, you know, and it's it's crazy. But you know what, Chris? You know what? There, there's one streaming service out there that uh, is known for its television, and I, I think it's called uh, Hulu. And you know what? I think I think you had an article just just about Hulu today. I'm I'm pretty sure. Can can you uh can you refresh my memory? I can. I, there was there was something I was going to hit first, but that's okay. We'll we'll skip back I to apologize. it. I apologize. We'll skip back to it. It's all right. It's all right. Uh, this uh, again coming to us from Deadline. Uh, Hulu says that who says users sorry users who access shows through Alexa watch fifty percent more television. And um, I don't I think that's just down to children who have learned how to use Alexa. Yeah. Like... I, yeah. I, I couldn't agree with you more. I, I don't think this is, I don't think this stat means anything. Well, the first time you said Hoosiers, so it's just Gene Hackman then. <laughs> it's just all yes. Gene Hackman. And I, I do believe that Hoosiers is the correct nomenclature for users of Hulu. No, is it's that not true? really. That's a thing? No, I'm just, oh, oh you guys, come on. <laughs> I don't know I anymore. I can't believe you both did that. That's amazing. Oh, man. I'd I, buy that. You know, yeah, I, I would totally buy that they would want to call their users hoosers. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, what? <laughs> what a weird stat. I don't even know what to make of this. Well, yeah, like, it, do Hulus get sold? With, do Alexis get sold with Hulus or something? Are they bundled together? Why is this a stat that, like, well, anyone... Well, it's not saying they're watching more Hulu. It's saying they're watching more television. Yeah. Like, I don't know. All right. Is it that they can't figure out how to turn the TV off with Alexa <laughs> and they don't know where the remote is? So they just give up. When will this end? <laughs> Fine. Leave CNN on all day long. I don't care. I'm leaving. It's uh, it does say here that uh, Hulu has a, a voice enabled app on Fire TV. And I guess the same is true for Alexa. So maybe it is more Hulu. Hmm. Because Hulu has that capability, whereas I don't think Netflix has a voice capability like that. Hey, man, whatever. <laughs> Hulu, uh, <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I just, I don't even know what else to say about this. Hulu, we, we had Hulu for a little while, and 
I remember we canceled it because there wasn't much in the way of original content on Hulu that made us jump for joy. And like Hulu's major thing was like, ah, you can check out all these shows uh, like right after they air on cable. But, you know, we had cable, so we could just on demand it. Why bother? Yeah. Yeah. And like if we cut out cable, then the Internet becomes super expensive. So Hulu just never really got to the point where it was paying for itself. And honestly, I can't think of. I can't think of any Hulu shows like Hulu originals off the top of my head that I'm like itching to to watch. So I'm not itching, uh, but I did enjoy the Runaways. Uh, oh, bit. that's a Hulu thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, would I like didn't. To catch that I didn't someday. hate. Yeah, no, it's mm. it's it's still good. It's in season two. It's still still good. But uh, yeah, I don't know if I'd go out of my way to like pay for Hulu for that. You know. <laughs> mm. Well, speaking of Marvel properties. Oh damn. damn. Yeah. Oh, yeah. See, see how a professional does it. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, this story comes to us from superherohype.com. Captain Marvel co-writer, showrunning Vision and Scarlet Witch series. I All am right. still uh, okay. Captain Marvel, I think, looks great. I don't know anything about its writing yet, so this doesn't mean a lot to me at the moment. And I also still find this show's existence astonishing. It's like they took the two least popular characters from the Avenger from the MCU and decided to give them a show. Now, I'm not saying that this can't be good because it it very well might be. I, Paul Bettany's wonderful, and um, the not Olsen twin is there. Um, yeah, I don't know. What do you guys think of this? Well, uh, I know one thing about this is that uh, there's a certain contingent of female nerds who are like. Finally, at least they're throwing us a bone because we still don't have our, you know, we're just getting Captain Marvel. We still don't have our Black Widow movie. So people are feeling like this is something to fill that hole, which is why it exists, I think. Yeah. And like, then they announce it first. It's like, yeah, and we're getting yeah. a Scarlet Witch series. And now it's Vision and the Scarlet Witch. Yeah. Which, which uh, again, is pissing off the women because yeah. why can't she have her own show without a romantic interest? Which... But they're like paired, and it would yeah, be, yeah, these... it would be weird to have a show with one and not the other. Yeah, and these two characters are, especially in, in the comedy you know, on the source material, are very, very linked to one another. But I almost kind of feel like it would be more interesting um, as just a Scarlet Witch thing that also had Vision on it. Um, yeah, yeah. I think this could be cool though because Scarlet Witch. This is her solo vehicle. There's never, there was no Scarlet Witch movie or anything, and she's so powerful. And yeah, she is. Like we only get to see her see that in like team battles. We never get to see her like take on anybody by herself. Yeah, I mean, like the first time we really got to see that was in Infinity War, like right. briefly while she's trying to save Vision, which I thought was really awesome. Um, She's um, I think the reason I'm so indifferent to her is because she never really had much of a vehicle, you know, like she, her and her brother were in that like uh, post credit sequence kind of built up as this super cool thing. And then Age of Ultron happened and they like they didn't really capitalize on them enough. I just I didn't really care enough about them by the end of the movie, except um, I was more attached to Quicksilver and then they freaking killed him. And I'm really hoping that they find a way to bring him back. Because, you know, Infinity Gauntlet, he was such a cool character. Bring him back. That would be great. Uh, and also, it would be cool to have him show up from time to time in this uh, Scarlet Witch series that's that's 
happening. I, I don't know. Uh, I'm interested. I, I, this is definitely something that I'm going to watch because uh, I feel like this could be really interesting, but I feel like they're going to have a somewhat hard time selling this one because just from every, everything I've seen in the world, this is like, these are the, these are the bottom of the barrel. Like we went to go see infinity war and the snap happened and like vision and like Scarlet, whatever, everyone's like, Oh no, Bucky. Oh no, black Panther. And then, you know, Scarlet, Witch fades away and just crickets in the audience. Like no, nobody made a sound. Uh, and the same thing when they, they, they killed off vision. It's just like, hmm, okay. So I don't know. We'll see. Yep, more uh, reason for us to be getting this Disney Plus service. I mean, if we're not, if our hand isn't forced just by having access to unlimited Moana for our daughter's sake. That's true. Uh, Moana's a delight. Then maybe this will do it. Well, heading back over to Deadline.com, the CW sets spring premiere dates. Jane the Virgin, iZombie, Final Seasons, Legends of Tomorrow, and The 100, The 100, Return. Uh... How's the 100 right. even still on? Like, I, I don't, I don't even get it. I don't know a single human who has ever even seen it. I saw the first episode and I was like, nope, I'm done. Nope, nope, too much, <laughs> too much teenage drama. Don't want it. Want nothing to do with it. Um, yeah. So, uh, this headline, well, even the article was kind of a little misleading about what has a final season. Did, could, could you clarify that for me just a tiny bit? Uh, Jane the Virgin and I Zombie will okay. be the, their both their final seasons. Okay, I, I, I Zombie those, was okay. I Zombie, I, I freaking love that show, um, and I, I I really like the fact that both of those shows are getting final seasons um, because they're both really good, and um, I like to see shows end while they're still good instead of going, you know, dragging on and on until they are no longer good. Um, yeah, obviously I haven't seen a ton of Jane the Virgin. I know, Karen, you've seen all of it. Um, yes. But the stuff that I've seen, if it is just, just shockingly funny. Like One of these days I'm going to bring that on this podcast. You really should because every, everything I've seen of it has been like kind of difficult to look away from because it's a, it's a really well put together show. And, and the last, uh, the cliff the season finale of the last season of Jane the Virgin, which happened, feels like a billion years ago, but it was literally like... I don't know, like 10 months ago, something like that, hmm. um, was a crazy major cliffhanger. I had started to like get a little bored with it. And then that final episode came and I was like, whoa, what the fuck? He's supposed to be dead. <laughs> <laughs> and then it disappeared from my life for like ever. So I'm That's psyched a good it's coming back. Yes. Yeah. Zombie, another one, uh, we've talked about it a bunch of this show, a bunch on, on our show, because I just think the show is brilliant. And um, it's funny because Zombie is from the you know people who brought us uh, Veronica Mars, which I am still rewatching. Karen and I have watched pretty much nothing but Veronica Mars for the last... Uh, at least a month. At least a month. Just like, that's our TV nights. Just get in a couple more episodes of Veronica Mars and just watch the season two finale last night. So I only have one season and a movie left. Uh, so I, I, and it's really fun seeing the DNA of where iZombie came from, uh, just, you know, from a show perspective, not the comic book that it's based off of. And I say you used based very loosely, like they don't really seem to have a lot to do with each other, but I love the mythology in iZombie. And I also like where the show went in a lot of unexpected directions. And I just don't see how it could go much further than this without needing some sort of serious reboot to kind of bring it back down. 
Uh, and I, th- I think it's reaching its natural conclusion, and that's that's pretty wonderful to me. Legends of Tomorrow is a constant mystery. <laughs> I'm surprised that's even still on. That's that's like, yay, Adventure of the Week show. <laughs> this is uh, here's our DC Z list characters. Uh, scrap them all together and put them on a spaceship, and yay! I yeah, I got nothing on that one. Captain um, Cold is a saint, Chris. <laughs> Captain Cold is wonderful. He I is. do enjoy Wentworth Millen as Miller as Captain Cold. Oh, he yeah does it great. He does it real great. But that's also, the thing, like they not hard on the eyes. Just saying, <laughs> it's true. He is an attractive. Man. I would I would just give him his own show and why and don't call it Legends of Tomorrow, call it The Adventures of Captain Cold and yeah, Captain Cold and the Parka of Doom. <laughs> I, uh. I just a sitcom with him. Snart knows best. <laughs> Snark with snart. (laughs) (laughs) We should be in charge of everything. (laughs) At the CW, anyway. At the CW, yeah. I I gotta say, so we've been, just as a side note, we've been, like I said, we've been hitting Veronica Mars, like, super hard. And it's come at the cost of all other TV that's on right now, except for The Good Place, which we we watched an episode of. Fucking love that Um, show. It's so good. Yes. Yes. But, um... Also, uh, what's her name? Kristen Bell has barely aged, which is freaking me out. I will watch her just do anything. I'll watch her fold a towel, drink coffee, literally anything. I oh, such a crush on did, that girl. Did you watch Veronica Mars? No. no. Oh my god, uh, yeah. Dean. Well, I mean, if you love if you love Kristen Bell, then get on that yeah. shit tomorrow. Yeah, I should. I should. It's the Kristen Bell show, um, and it's like it's it's just it's ridiculous. It's very good and very addictive. Um, so huzzah and she and her husband dax shepherd are also very cute on instagram listen they're goals they are goals (laughs) yes but yeah i don't really miss the cw shows um oddly enough the only one i kind of miss right now is arrow and i I, yeah like only kind of just because like the whole like him in jail thing was vaguely interesting to me i'm like i loved the first couple of seasons of flash but it's just not really doing it for me anymore. Um, and they Supergirl is really solid, but yeah, I mean, um, well, they, I, I feel like at some point they all just jump the shark, and it's like, come, like, why so early? Why'd you blow your load so early? Why couldn't you just keep it together a little longer? Yeah, they, yeah. Uh, and, and they lost um, Supergirl, particularly lost a beloved cast member for me, which is yeah. Win. Without him, I just like, what's the point? I loved him so much. And like now all I have is Kyler Lee's hair. Brainiac is like, I don't know, he's all right. Oh my god, he's weak sauce compared to Yeah, exactly. If we had never gotten win before, I'm sure Brainiac would be just fine. But by comparison, mm mm. No. No thank you. Uh Yeah. Well, continuing on the superhero train, this is a fun uh this comes from to us from the Hollywood Reporter, and I just like this headline: Oscar t- Oscar's team scrambling to reunite Avengers on telecast exclusive. Um, <laughs> I don't know what any of those words mean. Well, as well, for- an exclusive is something that they're talking about that nobody else is talking uh-huh. about. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. The Avengers okay. are a team of superheroes, uh-huh. and uh-huh. the Oscars are a major set of movie right. awards. Right. All right. So, so scrambling so is all together for me, guys. What what, ex- <laughs> what does this mean? Like what? I don't, I don't understand. Like, why is, why is this a big deal? Why isn't it exclusive? 
<laughs> so there's no uh, host for the Oscars this year. Uh. They tried to hire Kevin Hart, and then he turned out to be like a racist and a homophobe. Actually, I think it was just a homophobe. He's no. Um, so they fired him, and there was a whole debacle, and now they don't have a host. So now they're talking about just having like groups of celebrities host the Oscars in different segments, and one of the groups they want to get is the uh, the lead <coughs> cast from the Avengers, which would be cool. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. In theory, that sounds great. In practice, this sounds like a fucking train wreck. Oh my god, the Oscars is always a train wreck. I was just gonna say, have you not watched the Oscars? No, I I don't. (laughs) But like, this just sounds like, hey, what if we just didn't have a script? What if we just fucking winged it? Let's see what happens, right? I mean, crazier things. It can't be any worse than any other year, honestly. Yeah, that's that's what I'm thinking. Like. I think you're 100% right, Dean. I'm pretty sure that is word for word what happened in the meeting. They were like, fuck it. What's the worst that could happen? And, uh, I mean, you don't have to twist my arm too hard to get me to watch Chris Evans in a tux, really. Really, any of them in a tux. I mean, I'll watch him without the tux. It's fine. (laughs) We went in different directions there. I was going with any of the uh, Avengers in a tux, but yeah. I don't know, but yeah. Mark Ruffalo, I could, I could take or leave with in a tux. Everyone else, oh, I'm, he's I'm good adorable. With. He's adorable, but he's not like he's not like man meat beefy. Like he's just <laughs> he's kind of like he's... someone made a teddy bear into a human. Uh, some girls go for that. I don't know. Yeah, like, you know, I'm I'm not saying like I want to jump Mark Ruffalo or anything. I wouldn't kick him out of bed for eating crackers. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, yay, I got Dean. Oh, boy. Okay. (laughs) Because apparently superheroes are all we can talk about. (laughs) CBR.com tells us that Legion Season 3 casts a new Marvel mutant. Uh, Lauren Tsai has been cast as Switch in the upcoming season. And if her mutant powers aren't playing Nintendo games on uh, both on your TV and on the go, then I don't know what this is about. Yeah, I can't say I care too much if uh, she doesn't have a switch, like, somewhere on her body. Like, if her arms come off, like Joy-Cons? Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what do they do after that, though? Because how, how does she put them back on? Oh, well, there's, like, the little rails, you know? They just kind of snap back on, and they make that really satisfying noise. <laughs> <laughs> it's the whole, like thing before they play a trailer for their games. Exactly. Right. It makes that little snappy noise. Little so she, she's a living trailer is what you're saying. <laughs> exactly. No, apparently um, uh, she's uh, well, the, there is a, a mutant character in the Marvel Universe um, no, uh, known as Switch who has a body swapping uh, mutant power. Um, but we don't know if that's going to be this character or if this is going to be somebody new. Uh, and honestly, I don't give a hoot. Um, I like Legion. I watched, uh, some of season one and it shows a freaking trip, man. Uh, and I really enjoyed, uh, Trish Reyes did a, a recap series. So I feel like I've watched a lot more of it because I've read all of her recap series to edit them for the, the website. I was going to say, that's why this sounds familiar because I'm, yeah. I'm like, I've, I've heard of the show, but I've never seen it. And that's why, because it's been on our website. It sure has. We have, we have, um, we watched, uh, I think, the first episode, right, for this show? Yes, and yeah. I think it was Evan's pick. That's why I threw this in here, because yeah. I know he likes it. It's a, this show is so weird. Um, 
it's really, really interesting. Uh, and it was well put together, and it has Aubrey Plaza in it. So it's got pretty much everything going for it, uh, except for the fact that I haven't watched it, because I just don't think I have the headspace for it. And it's really weird. Like, it hurts my head a little bit to watch it. Which I find very bizarre, because, like, you were okay with um, uh, American Gods. And, I, um, I was okay. I mean, well... That comes from, like, my favorite author of all time, so there's that. That's and also, true. I like that show, but it's taken me months and months and months, and I still haven't finished the first season because I have to take really long breaks between episodes. Yeah, American Gods is weird. Legion is also freaking weird. Talk about a mindfuck. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, sticking with the uh, superhero-based stuff, I also think I accidentally let this website send me notifications, so that's going to be fun to suss out later. Uh, apparently, this website is called We Got This Covered. Look, cool. I don't know. I don't, <laughs> I don't believe headlines. that they do. I'm calling shenanigans. I don't think they have anything covered. Uh, they certainly have auto-playing videos and giant ads covered, so thanks, website. But the news that they are giving to us is news that I am fond of. Tom Hiddleston said to be the narrator of the Loki TV series. Uh, this was one of the TV series that's heading in the direction of the Disney's app or streaming service or whatever it's called, uh, that I, I thought was a really great idea was that there was going to be a Loki show. I did not realize that they were going to make a Loki show that didn't inherently star Tom Hiddleston, because I think that would have been like the, the selling point for that. Like, you know, people will watch that show because of him, um, but if he's just going to be the narrator, that's still pretty darn cool. Um, I guess that would give us uh, more of uh, Loki's kind of shape-shifting abilities and whatnot. So, I don't know. What do you guys think? Would you watch a Loki show? Um. Yes, I mean. If it's would... funny, I would. <laughs> that's true. I mean, I'd watch Tom Hiddleston do just about anything. Include where it tucks. Including where it tucks. But he's not an Avenger. He is not an Avenger. But he looks great in a tux, so, you know, 50-50 <laughs> chance looks, you might see him. He looks great out of a tux. Hey. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't, um, I don't have really any input on this besides, like, if it's on, I'll check it out. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Now that I'm – now that right, let's see. It says – uh. Helping uh, hand from Nick Fury, blah blah blah. For the forthcoming TV series, we're now hearing that Hiddleston will be the narrator of Loki's adventures, and that the powers that be are planning on recruiting a younger actor to supplant Tom Hiddleston in the leading leading role. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I feel like that might, you know, again, to be a bit of a hard sell if they're going to have a Loki show without you know the guy who plays Loki in it, but. I don't know. Well, isn't it? I don't know if it was in here or somewhere else that I saw that they're trying to make this like a young Loki thing, like early days of Loki. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. Sure. <laughs> Sounds great. Sure. I guess it. it's too soon to say, right? Yeah, too soon to say. Meanwhile, over at Nerdist, Karen posted this story just because uh, she thought it was adorable, and I would have to agree. Uh, Maisie Williams cosplayed as Coraline, so Coraline cosplayed as Arya Stark. I feel like the headline says it all. I, I don't watch Game of Thrones, so, yeah, I mean, she's cute. I like Coraline. Sure. I don't understand. I, I didn't read the story, so I don't really understand what well, happened. Well, uh, 
Maisie Williams posted on Instagram uh, she didn't go to the Golden Globes this year, so she it decided since she wasn't going to dress up in evening wear that she would dress up as one of her favorite characters. And she posted some cute pictures of herself dressed as Coraline. And uh, I guess the studio that released the movie Coraline, um, Laika, uh, in response sent her drawings of Coraline with Arya Stark's sword and a dire wolf with button eyes, which is the, the style of the movie. Ah, cool. That's it. Oh, that is cute. It is. That is totes adorbs. Speaking of Game of Thrones, uh, there's a trailer for the final season. It's got oh. some statues in it. <laughs> it's got some Starks in it. Statues of Starks. Some some dialogue from previous seasons. Starks of statues. Whatever. Mm. That's cool. And it has a release date, not just month. Yes. April 14th. Uh, th- it didn't really occur to me that one of these three is probably going to die, which I don't know why it didn't occur to me, because this is Game of Thrones. But and the reality of the fact that we might not get out of, we might not get any of them to leave this show alive. Like, the ice people might just win. I read, I saw, I didn't read the story because ugh, I can't right now. There's too much Game of Thrones speculation happening for my life. But um, there was a theory out there that Bran is going to become the Night King. I don't even understand how that would work because there's already a Night King. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, so I guess he'd have to like kill the Night King and become the Night King, or like warg into the Night King. Can you warg into a, into a whatever ice, ice zombie? zombie? I don't know. He'd certainly have to work on his javelin skills <laughs> <laughs> and his uh, his ice dragon piloting skills. Yeah. Oh, you know, maybe maybe he's like really good at piloting ice dragons. You know, we don't know. He could be a natural. But man, oh man, this is gonna be a it's gonna be a heck of a this is gonna be a heck of a thing to see how this all ends. But um, yeah, this, I just got a real ominous feeling about this. Also, uh, Sansa is freaking tall. Either that, or everyone around her is really short. But well, Maisie Williams is short. Is Kit Harrington short? Because she seems to be towering over him too. I don't know. I don't know. I, I would love to do a Game of Thrones rewatch, but I just don't see that happening with my life. Because uh, this show is dense. Um, it is. I'm trying to desperately to rewatch it and do a, a little recap for the site. And <laughs> I promised myself as I started out, I'm like, I'm going to take the barest of notes and each episode, like this section, the, the chunk of text just gets a little bigger and a little bigger and a little bigger. <laughs> like, I haven't even quite made it to the end of the first season. So I don't know, man. I don't know if it's going to happen. Yeah, I, I don't either. Um, <laughs> I mean, I know it's not going to happen for me because I, I back when I was working, I was a uh, I had made it a, t- a solid attempt at watching this show while at work because, you know, I, I have stuff on the, on the my off screen things that I've seen before while I'm working. And like just all this debauchery keeps showing up and like, you know what, if some sort of fed walks by and sees what's on my screen, I could probably get in trouble for this. Like most of the time I'm watching stuff like Dragon Ball or you know some dorky cartoon. But like this one's a uh, there's a lot of debauchery going on. I should probably not do this. That well, penis just, is just you know, hanging around. Yeah. <laughs> Lots of boobs. Death and blood and more boobs and as, dead boobs. As and... Ian McShane once said, it's it's nothing but tits and dragons. Mm-hmm. And uh, that doesn't really go over too well while I'm trying to work. I mean, it's it's such a good show though. But man, going back to season one was weird. I'd I'd like to actually do it, but there's just there's just not enough hours in the day. Unless you quit Veronica Mars. Yeah, I don't see that happening. All right. So uh, well, I mean, there's not a whole lot more to it anyway. But 
Doubt we're going to get there before April. All right, last story. Conan O'Brien wants to scare himself with the new shorter Conan. This actually comes to us from the New York Times. Uh, so, yeah, the Conan show is going into a half-hour format. Is that what I'm a... Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a smart play. Because I think uh, late-night shows have really become a different animal. And um, I love how Conan has managed to... Uh, not just survive, but more or less thrive on TBS of all stations, you know, like going up against the big names on the, uh, the, you know, the regular networks. But since people aren't watching as much live TV, I feel like late night shows are just kind of really a, a dinosaur that are kind of going in a weird direction. Cause like, I, I mean, I don't know anybody who still really watches these shows as they air and everybody just kept watches clips of them on YouTube like the next day. So uh, I, don't, I don't know. What do you guys think? Uh, Chris, listen, I mean, I know how he's thriving on TBS because it's the fucking Superstation, if you've forgotten. Um, <laughs> no, I, di- I didn't forget. I know. All right, good. I'm just, I'm making, you gotta, gotta check just yourself, saying, man. saying, most, most people don't know. That's, they don't understand how super TBS is. Oh, it, yeah, damn right. That's Billionaire Ted's, uh, channel, or it was, and then it got sold. But hey, whatever, that's cool, man. But yeah, I mean, I, I don't know, I've, I've watched lots of late night when I was in like high school before the you know surge of all these streaming apps came to be and Mm. like yeah I always gravitated more towards Conan I felt like his stuff was always a bit more fresh than just normal late night stuff and I I, I don't know I also like Jimmy Fallon a bit too but I'll always take Conan over all of them so I mean if this feels like it's it's gonna work a little better than yeah, sure, man. Anything for more Conan. Yeah, he's awesome. I like the things that he does. Uh, so, yeah, half-hour format, I think, is a smart play. He's also making a lot of other changes. He's getting rid of the desk. Oh, desk. Uh, there's going to be, like, pre-taped bits. There's, like, a podcast that's going to go along with it. There's all kinds of weird shit that he's doing. And I think that if there's anybody who can uh, make changes to revamp the format it's going to be Conan or it's going to be somebody we haven't heard of yet. I definitely agree. It's going to be us. How's that? How's that busy Phillips going? How's that show going? Uh, it's on. It's successful. It's on four nights a week. Neat. I haven't seen it. Guys, why don't I see, we ever I love her Instagram. Um, Technically we do. Because nobody put us in charge of the CW. That's true. Yet. 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 Still working on that. It's happening. Any day now. I'm, uh, we, we got some execs over here. They're uh, hanging out behind me, you know, uh, just crunching the numbers. Yep. <laughs> smoking a shit. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. They're they're high class. I'm keeping them entertained while I'm doing the podcast. They're they're good guys. Great guys. Jimmy, Stu, uh, Brian. They're all they're all great. From uh, Steve from accounting. He he's good. He's good. So uh, yeah, don't worry. We're gonna get that uh, late night spot on the uh, the C Dubs. Not exactly as prestigious as the Superstation, but we'll get there. Well, uh, that's uh, that's the last news story we have, and I believe that's going to be our show. Thank you again, Dean, for joining us this evening. Uh, I have a spiel to go through, because uh, Evan always likes to point out that I have a spiel. So here we go. You can get in touch with us at com as well as all flavors of social media that we inhabit. You can like us on Facebook um, if you want. We don't really do the This Week's Episode page anymore, but uh, we, are, we have a Geekade page. 
and we do update that so so look at that you can also find us on instagram at geekade subscribe to our youtube and twitch channels for all our latest video content follow us on twitter at the underscore geekade or follow this show specifically at twepcast you can also find us individually on twitter i'm at geekade chris that's geekade k-r-i-s karen where can the people find you shoot underscore the underscore moon uh, Evan, if you wanted to follow him, not that he ever does anything on Twitter, but he's at geekade underscore Evan and Dean, where, do, where, where can they find you? Where are you on Twitter, sir? Uh, I am at kimono underscore vest repping the vest hard all day, every day. Also tune in, into our Twitch soon. Uh, we got some, we got some fun things working up. We were just getting through the holidays, but, uh, yeah, we, we got, we got some fun for you guys coming. So twitch.tv slash geekade. Uh, make sure to follow us, and you'll get a notification when we go live. And it should be very soon, weekly. So, uh, yeah, stay tuned for that. I love notifications. Yeah, if you're interested in more information about anything we discussed here tonight, be sure to check out our show notes. And while you're at it, you can also subscribe to this and any of our other wonderful podcasts on iTunes or Stitcher, where if you're super nice, you can leave us a review because any and all feedback is welcome and appreciated. Again, always remember to keep your eyes on kk.com for more fresh, original content. Uh, we have not really sussed out exactly what we're doing next week. Um, we're still kind of getting the details of Evan's situation. We're not 100% sure that he won't be here next week. So uh, as soon as we know anything for sure, we're going to post it on uh, on our Twitter account. So just keep following us there uh, for, for all the updates. Once again, Dean, thank you very much for joining us. Not a problem. Uh, and Karen, you know, thank you for being here. In Get our, fucked. In our house. Wow! <laughs> wow! <laughs> well, on behalf of uh, my angry wife and lovely, uh, lovely Dean, uh, I don't know, keep watching TV. Thanks for joining us. See you next week. End of line. And this concludes our broadcast day.